2: Welcome to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with your host, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Parthenia is a psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner who will show you alternative paths towards health with a holistic approach. Call in with your questions or comments at 888-235-7374. And now here's the host of Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard.
3: Okay. Good evening to all of you. Uh, Good evening to those of you listening to us tonight, February 16, 2012. And hello to those of you listening to an internet archive when a few minutes of the show close or rebroadcast some other time. Greatly remembered our time Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Tonight being Thursday here on Blog Talk Radio. There is a link on my website. You are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard, on Blog Talk Radio on the Internet. To call into the program, you can only do that when we're live. And the next time you'll be able to do that will be Tuesday, February 21, when we are live with Kathleen McHugh. Kathleen is the author of How to Help Children Through a Parent's Serious Illness. Uh, the next time after that will be February 28, 2012, when we will, we will have Peter Fairfield, and he's the ha- author of Deep Happy. Tonight, of course, is a rebroadcast, as we do on Wednesdays and Thursdays, and the rebroadcast this evening is of Colette Baron reed from two thousand and eight. She's the author, in this particular interview, of the book, Messages from Spirit, the Extraordinary um, Power of Oracles, Omens, and Signs. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy Colette baron meeses Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom. Be well.
2: Welcome to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with your host, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Parthenia is a psychologist and certified natural healthcare practitioner who will show you alternative paths towards health with a holistic approach. Call in with your questions or comments at 888-235-7374. And now here's the host of Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Hi, Uh, good
4: morning to those of you listening to our live broadcast. Today, May 17, 2008, and hello to those of you listening to an Internet archive within a few minutes of this show closed, or rebroadcast some other time here on Achieve Radio. There is a link on my website. You are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard, at Achieve Radio on the Internet, obviously. Uh, To call into the program, call 888-235-7374, or you can send instant messages during the program through the link on the Achieve Radio homepage. Now it's listed on the top. I think they call them in-quick messaging or in-quick messages. And that's for those of you who are too shy to actually call and talk on the on the radio. Please, any problems with the Internet links, give me a call at 610-658-0135 or 866-472-6094. Uh, on this program, we discuss alternative medicine therapies, related products and issues, and we do it with the experts. Only try the therapies shared here after consulting with your physician. Now, last Saturday, we did a rebroadcast of my interview with Raymond Francis, uh, MSC, author of Never Be Sick Again, Health is a Choice, Learn How to Choose It. Um, at the end of the program, we discussed the herb mother ward, Asana pravrita, Trikonasana. Now, we're going to have Raymond uh, on the show again, I believe, in two weeks. Um, I could be wrong, uh, but we're going to have him back again soon, and I'm going to check that actual date. We're going to talk about Never Be Fat Again, uh, so from the same uh, perspective as his uh, Never Be Sick Again book. But in any event, uh, if you missed that show, you can go to my website, www.amtherapies.com. Click on the Achieve Radio link to hear the show. For appointments with me and for general information, call 610 610 or 866-472-6094, 866-472-6094. Now, that's not for the show. That's for information about alternative medicine therapies. Now, intuitive Monique Chapman, who you heard earlier on that ad, this is every second Saturday of the month. Her next visit will be June 14, 2008, and at the end of that program, we'll have her with Monique Smolens. She'll share her intuition about world affairs and callers' concerns. Um, Now, remember, you can purchase my book or the book I co-authored, 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health, on my site. Visit www.amtherapies.com to make that wonderful resource a gift to yourself and or a friend. Today I'm speaking with Colette baron reed author of Message from Spirit, The Extraordinary Powers of Oracles, Omens, and Signs. And if you'll recall, um, I had her on the program a while ago uh, when she came out with her book, Remembering the Future. So it's really, really nice to have her uh, back on the program. Now, at the end of today's program, we will discuss the herb Muira Puama and the asana Parita Parvakonasana. Now it's time for our wellness news. Green tea compounds beat obstructive sleep apnea-related brain deficits. study shows. Science Daily, May 15, 2008. Chemicals found in green tea may be able to stave off the cognitive deficits that occur with obstructive sleep apnea, or OSA, according to a new study published in the second issue of May of the American Thoracic Society's American Journal of Respiratory and Critical Care Medicine. Researchers examined the effects green tea polyphenols, or GTP, administered through drinking water on rats who were intermittently deprived of oxygen during 12-hour night cycles, mimicking the intermittent hypoxia, or IHC that humans with OSA experience. People with OSA have been reported to have increased markers of oxidative stress and exhibit architectural changes in their brain tissue in areas involved in learning and memory. Chronic IH interacts produce similar neurological deficit patterns. Quote, OSA has been increasingly recognized as a serious and frequent health condition with potential long-term morbidity that includes learning and psychological disabilities. Uh, end quote. That was uh, written by David Gozel, M.D., professor and director of Cosair Children's Hospital Research Institute in the University of Louisville, led author of, uh, the lead author of the article. Quote, a growing body of evidence suggests that the adverse neurobehavioral consequences imposed by STEM, at least in part from oxidative stress and inflammatory signal, uh, signaling cascades. that, quote, GTPs are known to possess antioxidant properties, acting as free radical scavengers, and research has shown that the compounds may reduce the risk of a variety of different diseases. Uh, Recent studies have demonstrated, quote, the neuroprotective activity of GTP in animal models of neurodegenerative conditions such as Parkinson's and Alzheimer's disease, end quote, wrote Dr. Goldberg. In this study, the researchers divided uh, 106 male rats into two groups that underwent intermittent oxygen depletion during the 12-hour night cycle for 14 days. One group received drinking water treated with GTP, the other received plain drinking water. Now, uh, they were then tested for markers of inflammation and oxidative stress, as well as for performance in spatial learning and memory tasks, namely a water maze in which the rat had to memorize the location of the hidden platform. The IH rats that received the green tea-treated water performed significantly better in a water maze than the rats that drank plain water. "Quote: gtp retreated rats uh, exposed to IH displayed significantly greater spatial bias for the previous hidden platform position, indicating that GTPs are capable of attenuating IH-induced spatial learning deficits." Uh, wrote Dr. Gozal, adding that GTPs may represent a potential interventional strategy for patients with sleep-disordered uh, breathing. And, okay, very good. Um, I'm hearing something in the background there, Bill. I'm not sure you're hearing it, but I think I should mention it. Okay. Um, all right. So my guest, as I said earlier, is Colette Barron-Reed. Uh, she's an internationally renowned intuitive counselor, educator, healer, who helps others recognize and connect with their own intuition, potential, and purpose. As a powerful motivational speaker, charismatic broadcast personality, and recorded recording artist, Colette uses her extraordinary spiritual gifts to empower her clients to live a life that is quote awake and authentic. And we'll be back right after the break with Colette Barron Reed. You're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, Psychologist Parsenia Izzard. This portion of the program is sponsored by Alternative Medicine Therapies now in Winwood, Pennsylvania. Visit my website, www.amtherapies.com and call our number for appointments, 618 uh, 1-8- I'm sorry. Eight six six four seven two six zero nine four. That's eight six six four seven two six zero nine four. You're hearing us live on the internet. Obviously, you know that, and we'll be back with Colette Barron reed author of Message from Spirit: The Extraordinary Powers of Oracles, Omens, and Signs, um, and, as you recall, also the book Remembering the Future.
0: Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies for an initial consultation.
4: Okay, you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard. Now, remember on my site, www.amtherapies.com, you can preview and purchase the book I co-authored called 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health. My chapter is naturopathy. Now, William Penn's Mark Allen uh, is in the Pennsylvania State uh track and field events uh Thursday yes he qualified for the state event some people rumor has it he's going to be all state Uh so Thursday he'll be doing the triple jump and the high jump he's just coming along wonderfully and we're still waiting to find out which college he'll be going to and you know I'll let you know as soon as I do okay we're talking with Colette Barron-Reed Author of Message from Spirit: The Extraordinary Powers of Powers of Oracles, Omens, and Signs. Good morning, Colette. How are you?
5: Good morning,
4: Parthenia. It's six o'clock in the morning. Where <laughs> <I am. laughs> And you always get up at this time, right? Oh my God.
5: Actually, you know what? Though no, it's true. I get up at around five twenty-two, but I'm not usually talking to somebody on the radio at six. <laughs> oh
4: well, my God. Yeah. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. It's so nice to have you back on the program. Great to be here. hard to to believe it's been as long as it's been. I guess it's been about a year, maybe a little more, but we won't go into all of that. Well, now let's get right into it. Um, For the audience, let's let them know where you're from, uh, refresh our memory with all of that.
5: Well, um, I'm originally from Toronto, Canada, and I live in Sedona, Arizona right now. I'm a hay house author, so messages uh, by the way messages from spirit is my second book and actually in between uh, remembering the future and this new book which is which has just come out it's doing amazing um i have um the wisdom of Avalon Oracle cards and I'd love to pull one for you on the air today.
4: <laughs> Get you a little reading
5: and 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 have all your people listen in on what I have to oh, say to you.
4: <laughs> goodness. Okay, I think that's okay.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well we'll see. See how it goes. But yeah, I mean things have been great. But, you yeah, no, know, I've been on I've been on tour with Sylvia Brown. And uh oh, okay. She. This is my second year touring with her. She's on her farewell tour, and, you know, she has a very loyal audience, and we're, I'm usually standing in front of about two to 3,000 people. Um, well, minimum, I think 2,000 was the smallest crowd we've had. So, um, so you know, since I talked close, to you. Uh, sorry?
4: A few of your closest friends. Go yeah, on. A few of my cl-
5: but I've, <laughs> I've been fortunate enough to um, speak in front of over 100,000 people now since I last talked to you. So it's really been um, pretty miraculous what I've seen. And, uh, the stories that, um, I've been, um, party to actually on, on this tour and some of which I've shared in this book, um, but, uh, you know, conclusively, I've, you know, I, I really, one of the reasons I wrote this book was to get the average person to know and, and, that, in fact, messages from spirit happen to us all the time. We have a dialogue going on with the divine constantly and we just need to learn, relearn how to tune into it. And, um. Well, so that's, that's the whole
4: reason I wrote the book. Well, very good, and you, and you did a wonderful job, and we're definitely going to get into that. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, she has the same beautiful sense of humor that she has <laughs> The book that I'm familiar with, Return to the Future, and she's you know, and everything is just as natural and beautiful as it was in that book, and, and quite a, a joy to to read. Um, as a refresher, again, uh, and I I always like to tap into information that can benefit parents of uh, children who are intuitive or who have intuitive abilities. So I, I'd like for you to touch on aspects of your youth or periods in your youth that you became aware of your intuition, what in, encouraged it, and what suggestions you might have for parents. Perfect.
5: Yeah, perfect, perfect, because I think it's, I think it's key, because, of course, I, I grew up in a family with uh, some mixed messages, but n- no fault of my parents. So, but I, I had an extreme experience, and when I was a very young child, between the ages of three and five, um, and I spoke about this at length in my first book, but I, I had a recurring dream. And uh, this is an example of what's called retrocognition, which is the knowledge of the past with no prior knowledge. So I dreamt, the um, details, and I'll, and I'll tell you what they were. Um, first, I dreamt uh, that I saw a city. Now, I remember I was three. I was born in Toronto. There was no war there. So I, I saw a city in flames. Um, I saw bombs uh, or things that exploded. I didn't know they were bombs, right? But Things that exploded, I saw clouds of ash, and I saw body parts. Um, And then I saw this consistent image of a skeletal-looking man sitting at a table and uh, looking at teeth. And I knew what teeth looked like because, you know, I I saw teeth. Um, And then I saw glints of metal, and the guy was crying. And then always the same image of the same man or someone like him, or like the guy would change, but it would still be a very skeletal-looking person. Being shoved into a giant oven. Now,
2: oh.
5: I'll give you the background on this. Um, my, uh, my, of course, I would tell my mother the uh, the uh, details of the dream, but you know, my mom. And of course, when we're children, remember we have intuit, we don't have any ego uh, boundaries that have already developed to the degree where we would shut ourselves down from our intuit, intuitive experience. And I, I, I use the word intuition instead of psychic just to level the playing field because it really is the exact same thing. So, you know, um, so I knew that there was something wrong when my mother didn't want to hold me and she was like, it was like, just be quiet, go back to sleep kind of thing, right? She was very disturbed by my dream. Now, 20 years later, my mother told me why. And in a conversation that we had had when it, she blurted out uh, something about our past. Now, I was raised Anglican in the society. My parents Anglicized our last name. They were European immigrants, and uh, so we were. Ra- I was raised Christian, right? It turns out the person that I was seeing in the dream. I'm, it turns out my grandfather. I'm actually Jewish, apparently, <laughs> and my mom was a Holocaust survivor. And the the image of the man sitting at the table
4: wow.
5: would have been. A, you know, it was a very common practice for the for the uh, before the people were gassed to have their teeth removed if there was gold. In the teeth because they would be made into trinkets for the SS officers. So it it was my grandfather who was killed in Dachau. So my mother and my mother picked up body parts in Berlin during the war. So, so these there was no way I could have cognitively undo any of the details that which were my mother's life. So when a parent first experiences it with a child, it may seem intrusive, right? Mm. Because it is. My mother had secrets, right? And and we have we are surrounded by consciousness and consciousness has no concept of past present or future it just exists there and some of us have the aptitude to tap into that and just have information that then it just exists right so um, so and that that was my first experience and of course it continued on as I grew older now in my in this new book I talked about my nanny I had a we had a really hilarious little old lady named Mrs. Kelly, who, um, I was very grateful to have her because when looking back on it, I I realized that she she was one of my touchstones. Um, She she was a psychic, actually, and she she, uh, was, I think, in her 70s when she came to us. She was Scottish. She had a really heavy Scottish brogue, and she would read playing cards for people, like come to the house when my parents were out. And uh, she believed, (laughs) oh, my God, it was so hilarious. And there she'd be, you know, with the little old ladies with their purple hair. It would come over and but she believed that she had this gift to talk to the dead and to bet on horses. Never mind that she always got the horses' names wrong, but that was a moot point, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but she told me like I would tell her stuff that I'd see in the garden. Like I swear to God I saw these dragonfly, ugly looking things that had faces on them and and uh, like I can, I know I saw fairies, okay, in the garden. And she was like, "Oh yeah, they are," <laughs> you know. So she, and then I saw she was the one that told me because I used to see halos around people, and uh, because I mean I see auras. I recognize now that my peripheral vision is very very clear, and I'm able to. That's how I was able to diagnose people, and some of the work that I do in, on stage is when I can actually see or, or know information from the auric field, right? And it's not uncommon. Lots of people can do it, okay. So, anyhow, the she, I kept saying, because like, I saw it in church, I 'd see the halos around the saint's heads, right? So I believed it meant that all of life was holy, and she never mm. she always said, Oh yes, that's true, but don't tell anybody right?
3: <laughs> so, that's easy,
5: yeah, so so even though my parents and, and I, the other weird thing is is that my father was my father had this gift. So so there was another reason why we suppressed it in our household because my father was incredible at it and he used to go into trances. My mom told him, actually it wasn't my mother that told me this, it was after my parents died, um, their oldest friends told me the story about how my dad would read Turkish coffee cups and um which, you know, he would and he would go into a trance and one one of the parties, the cocktail party my parents had, my dad started telling everybody about the affair that two of the people were having with each other in the room and he was completely out of what? it and didn't remember a word he said. <laughs> And my dad was never allowed to do it again so so it like there was this whole kind of um you know subterfuge around the gift of no- uh, because really um this is an average thing that everybody has, and like everybody has stories about this. it's like so well, why is it so abnormal and everybody goes oh, it's so woo- woo, and there's nothing woo- woo about the woo- woo it's like the paranormal is normal you know it's it's just that we don't have a uh, system. That uh, that supports it, and it's mostly the, the fault of monotheism, because the whole and again, I'm I'm not against religion whatsoever, but there has been a fallout from this in the fact that we we've been taught and indoctrinated to believe that messages can only come through a priest or a minister or whatever, and that God is an old white guy in the sky, you know what I'm saying, and that that there is no and that animals are. You know, don't have souls or spirits. Like, I got so upset when I was listening to you talk about the rats that we're being. <laughs> you know, and, and, and in fact, spirit exists in all of life. Information is there for all of us to tap into. And the sacred exists everywhere.
4: Mm. Well, now, so then your advice for parents would be to Right. Not you get to the point, flourish. right, <laughs> No, no. That's so, no okay. My no. advice
5: would be is to encourage uh-huh. the kids to share what their experience is and not to freak out on them. You know, if they start telling you that they have, that uh, they know something about your past, you know, say, well, I mean, obviously you have to, if, if it's disturbing, I mean, it's your, it's your stuff too, right? It's like you have to judge what is healthy for my child, what is not, but you know, don't discourage them. Like don't put them down to say, okay, good. Well, that's interesting. What else? You know, and, uh, you know, and give them books to read. I mean, I think you know there are so many books now on. Uh, like Hay House has some great stuff that's been written. But actually, Wayne Dyer co-authored it with the president's wife, uh, Christina Tracy. Some great books for kids on uh, on living spirit in, in the world, right? And
4: you know, and
5: just encourage them. And you know. I, have a friend. And I guess
4: some, some aspect of um, discrimination, letting them know, you know, that maybe they shouldn't say all of these things to just everybody. Well, absolutely,
5: because we don't have a society where you, that's possible.
4: Right. There's a fallout,
5: and that's the problem is that, you know, yes, within the context of the home, but you know, I think uh, even in, as an adult, I've had I've struggled with being afraid to tell people when I'm at a party what I do for a living. Like, you know, I, I, how do you? I, I mean, if you say Hi, I'm a naturopath, they go, Oh, wow. If I say I'm an intuitive, I don't believe in that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, you know, I'm a lawyer. Oh, yeah, that's good. And That's like I'm a psychic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, well, they might
4: it's, run from you.
5: Well, it's because people find, well, people are afraid or people are curious or, I mean, there's a stigma still. It's one of the reasons I don't use the word psychic because it's the pejorative. There really is a, uh, the connotation of the word has picked up a lot of dust over time. But, you know, for parents that have kids that are showing these uh, signs, I had a great conversation with a client yesterday about her child who is convinced. He actually said, told his mother um, that uh, he was a walk-in when she that they were twins and she lost a, a baby and all this and you know how could he have known that she never told him and that's exactly she lost a twin and uh this boy could tell her what happened and how he came in to take the place of the twin it was weird um but you know she was saying like it was uncanny how this stuff he knew so well, now, now we, we ha- yeah sorry I'm go sorry.
4: ahead no no go, go ahead. ahead go ahead well, we have a, uh, someone who's emailed an in-quick message here, uh, Julia in Maryland. She says, good morning, Parthenia and Colette. I would like to ask for guidance from Colette, please. What do you see for me regarding relationship and career? And if you see me relocating, thanks and blessings, Julia. Now, we didn't really
5: <laughs> Like, how about, can you tell me the but, entire story of my life on but, Parthenia's show words, right now? <laughs> I didn't know
4: if you wanted to do that. I, I, I you know like what? To,
5: like, well, I mean, we can't... In a second that, that's a big question but here's the thing since she's not on the line with me and this is i'm oh, going to pull an oracle card why not let's do this because people can learn how to do these but for themselves i have created a system that enables the person at home to ask a question and you can try these out for free on my website on triple at dot if you don't want to buy them i we give so much stuff away for free and check it out yourself and see if they work. These things work. They're oracle cards that I created based on the mythology of ancient Britain, which is the mythology of Avalon. Um, Spirit speaks to us in symbolic symbolic language, not in words necessarily. So I'm going to pull a symbol for her, just in av- in, in a just sort of like what do we see for her. So I'm going to pull a card. And actually, Parthenia, you can tell me when to stop shuffling, and we can t- do this together. So tell me when. Okay. Stop. Okay. Top, middle, or bottom. Bottom. Okay. Okay. So she has uh, the card is the Swan, which is about transformation um, and trusting the intuitive gifts or psychic gifts. Interestingly enough, because this is about reinventing of the self, right? So the Swan card for Julia in Maryland, right, is all about her having to trust her intuition because she's afraid now. She's not staying in the now. So that was a lot, of, a lot of questions, am I going to leave, am I going to do this, am I going to do that? <laughs> so, um, but it really is asking you to reinvent yourself. So I'm going to just say intuitively you are going to relocate, and that's going to be really good for you. Uh, and you also have this precognitive ability, which is why you are asking in such a panicked way about all your entire life. Like, am I going to change everything? So you have to really trust that and follow the sign on a day-to-day basis. It will be a few months Basically, my answer. It's it's kind of hard to to get a credible interaction um, when the person's on the line with me. But um, that's my answer.
4: Okay, so, very good. So um,
5: in, in that, right? Okay, go mm-hmm. ahead. You were going to ask me a question.
4: No, I was going to say since I see how this works, whenever it is that you want to put me on the um, whatever, put me on the spot, you just feel free to just do so.
5: Okay. Uh, okay well, let's yeah. talk a little while longer. We've got we've got lots. Of oh time. yeah,
4: yeah. Later. <laughs> Um, but now, was, was there anything else you wanted to say in terms of children before well, I go on?
5: Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, I liked what you said about discrimination. And, uh, but, you know, we, all of us know, uh, you know, every person I've ever spoken to, and, and even the most skeptical people, uh, and I think people are skeptical because of the way we're indoctrinated, the way we believe in materialism, the way we even just, you know, alternative med- medicine versus allopathic medicine. You know, there's this whole concept of how what what we have been taught to believe, but but in a common way, all of us know that there is something beyond the material world. And so, I really encourage um, the holistic spirituality, and that doesn't mean to say that you can't raise your kids in a religious upbringing. I, I, I have nothing against that. I do have something against the exclusion of others. But you know, to have. Uh, to, to encourage kids to express themselves and not punish them or tell them that it's wrong or shame them. And I think that's one of the biggest things. People come to me and say that they've been shamed or that. I had somebody even confront me that I was talking to demons. I was like, I'm like hello. I oh. was <laughs> you know, so like, okay, bye-bye now. <laughs> but, you know, and, and, and to give them a platform in which to describe their – because eventually we lose it because the more we start to develop our own ego selves and, and ourselves in the world – but, you know, there's that magical, mystical part of childhood. And there's lots of books, too, by the way. I think Doreen Virtue's written a book on indigo children. And um, I really, and, and, and the Intuitive Spark by Sonia Choquette, um, she's got a great book for, intuit, you know, intuitive kids. So read the book and then discern for yourself what's right for your kids. But, um, like, don't, don't punish them. Don't punish them. That doesn't help because eventually no. they're going to be like, you know, like Jello, and it's going to pop up somewhere later.
4: Well, now, a lot of what you talk about uh, in the book, well, in, in your introduction, you emphasize being present. And I think that's a good jump-off point for us before we start to talk about the different parts of the book and, and what you focus on. So you want to, dear me, oh, and we have Pat. Okay, we'll go ahead and <laughs> talk
5: about that just coming in here. Yeah, yeah, it old. happens all the time. That's... I blow up the lines when, I, when I'm on the
4: show. <laughs> so uh, talk a little bit about be, being present, and then we'll go to our next one. Okay,
5: well, uh, you know, it, it, it's not, it seems like a paradox because, of course, I talk to people about their futures or their potential futures, right? Because that's the other thing I always say. Like, the future is mutable. It's like, you know, you have to still create your reality um, within the framework of, of destiny and faith. But being present means being, being holy in the moment. And that is, you know, Eckhart Tolle talks about that in The Power of Now and in A New Earth. Like, Oprah's just been a big uh, supporter, fan of his. So, okay, you
4: know, hold, hold that yes. thought for me, Colette. I'm hearing the music there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom. Um, I need for you to go visit my internet mall. It's an easy way to purchase all kinds of wonderful products at very low rate. Check regularly as I add new products often. There are also Nature Sunshine products that offer an extensive line of high-quality nutrition uh, nutritional supplements for a multiple vitamin, boost your immune system, weight loss, um, just anything that can be helpful, left side of my homepage. Scroll down and click on whatever it is you need. We'll be back with Colette Baron Reid, author of Message from Spirit.
0: Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures
4: And hey, you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Next week, May 24, 2008, my guest will be Marty Seldeman, Ph.D., author of Executive, Executive Stamina, How to Optimize Time, Energy, and Productivity to Achieve Peak Performance. Uh, we will discuss the herb... Um, well, myrrh, I believe it is, and uh, the next posture after Pavarita Parasvakanasana. Um, we'll we are back with Colette Barron-Reed, author of Message from Spirit, The Extraordinary Powers of Oracles, Omens, and Signs. To call into the program, call 888-235-7374. That's 888-235-7374 to ask questions. Okay, Colette, you want to pick up where we were with your explanation. Sorry about that break coming up so oh, quickly. No. Okay, I just got
5: talking. <laughs> were we with talking ex- I don't remember. We were talking about
1: being <laughs> present.
5: Being present, yes. Um, so it's really key, and I think what happens is is that we can get very distracted by our uh, personality self, right, so that ego mm-hmm. self is, <laughs> excuse me, is constantly trying to make us, you know, look at this, look at that, think of this, you know, like we're that, that monkey mind, right? So being present, I mean, there's there's many methods to remain present. Meditation is one of them. But I think it's, you know, we miss so much in the world when we're inside our head, you know what I mean? And um, presence is only capable when we can quiet that mind. And I really believe prayer and meditation is the uh, direct link to the present mind. Um, and in that moment, we can create the future. It's, it's not in fixating on a point in the future and that's something that people forget. Like when they come for readings, it's like okay, what's going to be my future? It's like I'm going, well, let's talk about what's happening now. <laughs> that's way more important, right? Right. Um,
4: so. Well, very good. We have um pat uh from colorado uh, she says colette i love your cards i used to get a card from the members lounge oracle without picking from the spread which i guess makes you understand what that is uh, yes i do uh, yeah
5: that's what we we're talking I'd about the free, ask... the free uh-huh go ahead so no, that was what we what i was saying before we can you can try these things for free that's what she means oh, and okay. you, you join my members lounge on my website free of charge and you get all this free stuff including the free oracle reading so what does she say
4: she said I'd ask a question and the card would pop up on the screen after a short wait of course I had to buy a deck I'm having great success with prayer and meditation in my relationships but do you see what I need to release to accept more financial ease okay. oh yes
5: um, that's interesting because uh, the, the releases struggle but I'm on her behalf I'm going to uh, these are good questions I'm going to pick a card. So um, on her behalf, even though she has her cards, I will choose a card for her, and I'm going to actually just do it myself because I picked one up. Um, Oh, that's interesting. Love. Okay, so financial ease, and the the card was love. So um, I'm going to say that you know, uh, when we bless what we do, because she's asking specifically about financial ease, and people who are listening, and this is going to be interesting to talk about, remind me to say, talk about a cleat because this is something for all, our, all your listeners. But the way to financial ease, a great way to financial ease is to, is to bless and love unconditionally what you do. And when you love what you do, even if you don't, if you say, I hate my job or I don't like what I'm doing or I'm like, oh, I'm struggling, bless and love the struggle. Bless and love your uh, – look at everything as the basis of love, and you will be shocked at how quickly and how at much ease you will have in the exchange because finances are an exchange of currency, and when you put your spiritual currency first, I'm actually I'm actually writing a book about that right now. Um, so if your spiritual currency is your number one currency. And when that began, that is and that is is fueled by love, and everything starts to change.
3: Okay, very good.
5: Now let me tell you about the cledon. Why I brought that up? Because that's in the book. Yes. Yeah. So my, my I, I talk about this um, in on stage all the time, and many, many people, I might be doing a reading for someone on stage, one person, and ten people will be getting messages. And um, in my book, I talk about this phenomena that is my most favorite one, actually. So you, when you are on the radio, by the way, with any of your guests, you may be a, an innocent deliverer of a spiritual message to one of your listeners, Pardinia, So it doesn't have to be me. It can be you. You know, it doesn't have to be you doing a reading, but you talking or sharing about something like one of your herbs you talk about or one of the positions you talk about in yoga. All of a sudden somebody go, oh, my God, that's for me. I need that thing, right? So um, spirit, actually a long time ago in uh, the Roman uh, tradition, Roman Empire, the culture, the spiritual culture at the time, or the, the religious culture, believed that part of their belief system was that spirit, would speak to them, or through one of the gods, right? They had their, their pantheon of gods, and Apollo was the god of psychic phenomena, so the, or spiritual phenomena. That, so they would go to the Temple of Apollo, and they would ask a question, like somebody would go to the Oracle at Delphi in the Greek tradition, right? So they would go to Apollo, Say, okay, hey, I need to know about this thing. I need to know, can you tell me how many cows I'm going to have in my business, right? <laughs> and they'd go, I mean, you know, what, what do I know? How many grapes am I going to get to crush for the wine? I don't know. So they, they go into the market square, and they wait to see if their senses would amplify, because that's what the sixth sense is, is the, is the amplified five senses, right, where you, you have this experience where, like, oh, my God, I'm listening to something. And uh, they would over, overhear conversations between strangers, or, or a stranger may say something to them that they won't know they're giving them their answer, right? And, that, and that's what's called a cleed and it happens to us all the time. So I could have been given that message to that girl in Colorado who wrote in, but in fact, 50 people could be going like, oh my God, I have to do that. That's my answer. Do you see what I'm saying? Because, and I don't know that I'm talking to them. We think we're talking to Carol, but in fact, we could be talking to Monique or you know Rita or george and that they're the ones that are asking the question but we didn't hear them and we don't know that we're providing them an answer
4: okay now we have deborah uh, Manitoba, canada hi parthenia and colette my mother passed on just recently what does the oracle have to say many thanks and blessings deborah
5: okay so hmm, okay what does the oracle have to say okay so well i guess we're going to do the cards tomorrow and again we're using the wisdom of avalon oracle cards that Um, You can try free of charge on my site, so I'm going to take that because what do they have to say about my mother's death? Well, that's a very kind of interesting question. So let's use the cards. And, Parthenia, this time you're going to tell me when to stop shuffling. Okay, stop. Okay, top, middle, or bottom, Parthenia? Middle. I I just love to say it, (laughs) Parthenia, (laughs) Parthenia. Okay, communication. So it seems that she didn't... um, uh, well first of all you can communicate with your mom and i know that for a fact i used to be very skeptical about this, but i do medium work now on stage in front of thousands of people so i know for a fact consciousness is immortal but there was a lack of communication actually prior to her death is what i see here so um, so that in fact that since your mother's passing the oracle tells you that that you will have a much better communication and a, a kinder communication and a more interesting communication i would say since her passing, and also you need to communicate with some of your relatives about either the estate or, um, you know, uh, the estate or, in fact, some of the things that loose ends that were not uh, completed since her passing. So that's, I guess, since we can't have an interactive dialogue, we can't know that's credible, but that's what I'm saying. Let's ask, why don't you ask me a question, Marcia Pardini, because you and I can actually have a conversation.
4: Oh, my word. Um, okay. Uh... <laughs> You know that that was very naughty because you know I'm thinking a million things right now. But that's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the flow here.
5: Yeah, well, come okay. on. Why not? And then we can talk about my book.
4: Yes. Okay. Uh, career direction.
5: Oh, that's okay. So, okay. So, uh, okay. So, um, so so the aspect is career. So let's pull a card for you. So you tell me when to stop shuffling. Now. Top, middle, or bottom. Bottom. Okay. Dum, dum, dum. Okay, and I'm going, to pull, I'm going to pull three cards for you because uh, uh, and you got insect cards, which are very interesting because in this deck there are, there are people, there are messengers of Avalon and there are the animal guides of Avalon and we got the wasps, the spider, and the bee. So it's very interesting because uh, the first card represents a, 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 almost a, a frustration, if you will. And um, you can tell me if this is correct. <laughs> um, that timing on things, it feels a bit... That you have not, uh, you know, moved forward as quickly as you would like. Does that make sense? Yes or no? Yes.
4: Yeah.
5: Okay. So, um, and in fact, there may have been some rivalry, not on your part actually, but maybe from someone else towards you. Does that make any sense?
4: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
5: Okay. You know, just like a, yeah. Okay. So, so that's not such a big deal. But I'm just saying, is that, is that, you know, your, 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 um, there may be some resistance from other people up in the past. Um, And I would say in the past year, but in fact, the direction shows here also the the spider, which is creativity, which is writing, media. Um, The spider rules all aspects of creative expression, right? So the spider is saying that in the next, you're you're, you're going to be working on a project or thinking about working on a project that is going to bring a different media uh, attention. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okie dokie, these things work. And in the future, check this out. In the near future, you have the B. Now the B is all about luck, industry, and victory. After the, the B shows a sweet victory, and the B is a is an is an ancient symbol of uh, of hard of luck after hard work. Like the the idea is that there is no luck; that in fact luck comes after you slave. <laughs> so <laughs> – and, and in your case, you have been. And this is saying for sure that your, your work, hard work is going to pay off. Um, so I'm going to actually use my, my own intuitive vision and say that on a, a detailed vision, that I'm seeing some kind of a book deal and something that gets syndicated. So it could even be a radio show, gets on, on terrestrial radio as opposed to Internet radio, or in fact that you, you reach a broader population and that you'll be more involved as well in creating uh, like a, I would say, a written body of work as well. So does all that make any sense to you?
4: Oh um, Yes, it does. Most definitely. Well, <laughs> <And, laughs>
5: <laughs> there you go. See, that's the thing. Okay. I have to, The interaction is important. So interesting, too, that we have timings, right? All of us want things in a certain time frame. and That's what's so hard about predicting things for people um, because I believe your fate and destiny, your destiny is to do what I'm talking about. And that you're you are definitely on track, but with that comes some challenges, right? Especially because you do alternative things that are not necessarily uh, in alignment with, um, say, you know, the, like there's always going to be some resistance when the old guard is is challenged, right? Right. That's the way it is. Um, and you are part of that new, you know, movement forward. Um, and, you know, in, in I, I, again, I use the term enlightenment very loosely in this case, but. You know, we are in a very, very important period of our lives, and those of us who are on the planet at this time are part of this, um, this wave of change. We are in the cusp period of the change, and maybe some of us won't see it in our lifetime, um, but we are in the middle of the change, which is the most tumultuous, and you're part of that, that guard moving forward.
4: Well, thank you. I'm sure, I mean, I, I I, will just keep everybody uh, updated on the, <laughs> the occurrence. We'll have our live check on all of this as we go along. Uh, but it does make that You
5: are doing all this, right?
4: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm very encouraged by all of it. Very good. encouraged. Well,
5: just stay encouraged because, uh, you know what, you are doing good works. And uh, leaders are not people who are not challenged, okay? Remember this. You are a leader, and that's, and that's the thing. And same, I think what for me, too, you know, when I got into this, we will, all of us, including, you know, it's also with the parents listening for their kids and any of us who are out there, you know, um, exploring this and going back to some of the old ancient traditions, and making them modern again, because that's what alternative medicine is, is really going back to the old stuff, right? A lot right. of it, the ancient things that we've forgotten and all of it, Oops, oh, there's your music.
4: No, oh, no, go ahead. you have a question? Okay, <laughs>
5: not yet. Right, I don't have to stop talking yet. <laughs> not yet yet. <laughs> but you know, it's it's about uh, it's about being okay with uh, and feeling not. You know, we don't have to be like everybody else. Eh? Because in fact, okay,
3: there you go. Yeah. You're
5: listening
0: to Well <laughs>
4: with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard. We'll be back with Colette Baron-Reid, author of Message from Spirit.
0: Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies for an initial consultation. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative medicine therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes Chi-Li therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when Alternative Medicine Therapies with Parthenia Izzard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com
2: or call 610-658-0135. Alternative Medicine Therapies. You are
4: listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom. With me, psychologist Parthenia Izard. Remember my co-authored book, uh, 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health. Purchase it on my site. And, again, William Penn's Mark Allen is in the Pennsylvania State track and field events he qualified, and he competes on Thursday. Rumor has it he's going to be All-State. He'll be doing his triple jump and high jump. Uh, we are back with Colette Barron-Reed, author of Message from spirit, the extraordinary powers of oracles, omens, and signs. Uh, If you have a question, call 888-235-7374. That's 888-235-7374. Now, we actually have a caller on the line, uh, Colette, uh, Lewis in New York, uh, and then we have another one, Deborah in Canada. So let's start with Lewis. Lewis, are you there? Do you have
1: a question for Colette? Yes, Colette. I am uh, uh, an 80-year-old retiree, and uh, I have been uh, uh, spending time for the last couple of years uh, helping out uh, another elder, elderly person. And uh, you sound away, really young. I've been away from. <laughs> <laughs> I've been away from uh, <laughs> away, away from my assisted living our, our home. Uh, for the last, you know, couple of years, uh, uh, but uh, they are now demanding that I come back or give up, give it up. Uh, so I, I'm in between. Do you have any leading for me? Um, in-
5: okay, what I'm uh, you're not living with the assisted living? Is this correct? You're you're living with someone else now.
1: I
4: am staying right, with the, sitting the sitting assisted living. Understanding
5: correctly. Oh, can you let him to... talk? I I need, I need sorry, Parthenia, You have to be quiet now. <laughs> I have to listen to Lewis because I need a connection to him. Sorry, well. <laughs> you need to be quiet. <laughs> right. I know it's your show, but hey. Okay, <laughs> Lewis. Let me let me hear it from you because I need to hook into yeah. your energy so that yeah. you you have been asked to go back to assisted living.
1: No, I have been maintaining that of, uh, assisted living residence. Okay. With all my furniture and all my things for uh, the for the uh, for years now huh uh, while, while I've been spending a lot of uh, most of my time here uh-huh. uh, with this other uh, elderly lady okay and uh is much better for you uh, so i know i don't know whether it's much better for me
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. well uh, he... uh, 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 the 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 other the assisted living is a beautiful.
5: Well, they, I don't see you losing it, according to what I'm seeing here. So so um, I, I don't know what the fuss is all about. I'm looking at your cards. I'm actually pulling a bunch of them. And, and uh, um, it's actually, this is a very, this, this is a nice relationship that you have with this lady, according to what I'm seeing here. Yes. yes. Very nice friendship. But you don't, you're not yes. going to lose your assisted living, according to this. If anything, it's more, is that what the, what the what the question was, that you were
1: worried about? Well they' well, they're threatening, yes, you know either I come back, move, you know come back, and spend all my time at the sister living, and not take after uh look after this lady
5: no well, that's I don't think that's legal for one thing, and it does say here that you're going to have help um uh. If, uh, there is help coming in. You have, uh, I, I'm, I'm just picking that up that I'm actually seeing someone either, I believe a lawyer who's going to help you or something like that, but you have every right to keep that place. According to what I'm seeing here, you're not going to lose it. So if anything, it's more like you have to go back to visit or something like this, but they can't, they can't take this away from you from what I'm seeing. This oh. is, I don't believe right. they can. So, but you need to speak to a lawyer because I have an image of, uh, of a businessman with a legal paper, a legal and a pen. So um, I would get some advice on that, but I definitely believe that you will be able to maintain both things and still, like I said, it's good for you to be in this relationship or this connection with this person. Um, but I do not believe that you will be forced to go back and leave, to, to lose your home. I don't see you losing your home. Okay. okay thank you. Very good.
4: Thank you. Thank you, Louis.
5: Thank you, I hope I'm we right.
4: Also- yeah. We also have Deborah in Canada. Deborah, are you there?
2: Yes, I am.
4: Hi, Deborah. Trying to get you Hi. in your program. Hi, Claire. Hi, dear.
5: Hi. Isn't Parthenia's show great? Oh, it's oh.
4: awesome. And you're awesome, too. Thank you so much. I just wanted to yeah. say about the uh, communication with the estate. Yes. That's true. That's very true. And I
3: just want to validate you were just dead on.
5: Oh, fantastic. Oh, so you were the girl that, that wrote in and then yeah. now I'm talking to you?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Oh my gosh, oh that's so great. Well yeah. because oh well then I'm well see now this is so much better that I actually can talk to you. So yeah. so here's the thing that I picked up about that, about your mom's passing, right? right. Um, and who was the alcoholic? Was that was that uh who was that in the family? That was my mom. Your mom was the alcoholic too, right? And, okay and what were what were irises? Irises.
0: Oh my God, that's what I used to give her.
5: Okay. Okay. So. Okay. So she loves you, and she just and there's a whole bunch of shemuzle with all this, and she says yeah. I, "I need to give you a message from her then, because I'm picking okay. up a tremendous amount of remorse on her part for she being so coco. So yeah. you know, she was like all over the map all the time. Oh, and you always felt that you didn't do enough for her, and that everything you did was wrong, and yeah, you know what I mean. And she was kind of nasty at the end, some off and on. Right? Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, she's really sorry. I know. You know? Okay. So, yeah. um, okay, okay. So, and who's Michael? Is there a Michael in the problem, or? Uh, no, but and, there there's a
4: husband that's an issue.
5: An M. What's the M? M. Marty. Marty? Marty, okay, Marty, and who's and who's Marty? Uh, the girls, uh, the girls, my daughter's father. Oh, okay. Did she not like him? <laughs> she sort of liked him, but I don't uh, know. Okay, well, just Marty. Okay, well, she has also a message that you have to straighten things out with Marty. Okay. Does that make sense? About, yeah, about the estate. The like, estate, she my... yes. Marty and the yes. So you know what? Here's the thing. You know. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, she, she's really chatty. I got to tell you. All those irises. She wants more irises. That's like okay. every time you put the irises in the bowl uh, yeah. or the thing, that's, she'll come and talk to you. She says it's gonna, I, I'm getting the, the image, again, she says, what am I saying? She says, how do I know she says? But I'm just picking up images in my head about this, right? So I'm getting impressions that this will get straightened out. Marty will help. We have to deal. But the husband is also messed up in the head. Pardon my French, right? Uh, you no, know, no, no. He's got a compulsion, and I picked up totally because... Yeah, I'm intuitive. I've I've kind of yeah. brought things out in the open. His dishonesty. Yeah, well, he's completely cuckoo bananas, right? So, so here's the, you know, hope, hopefully you can get the jewelry and get the this and that. But you know, he's 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 like he's, like he's gonna gamble it away or he's gonna do something. Yes, stuff. you're so. Oh, I'm so intuitive. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, you're right. Um, I hope I am. I I wrote some books. <laughs> yeah, no, no,
4: no, no, no. You got it.
5: You so you know what? Look, you know, uh, you can only control it so much, but it'll it'll definitely get straightened away. Oh, I'm stepping back and praying with the help of yeah. Creator. Yeah, 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 Thank yeah. You, yeah. Much
4: Deborah. Thank you, Deborah, for calling in. Thanks, Deborah. Take care. We have Linda in Florida. I would like to know what the Oracle cards would te- like to tell me. What is making me not pursue going to school? If I will follow through and go to school, I know the choice is mine. But I don't know why I am procrastinating. Okay, uh, this is Linda. Okay,
5: um, why am I procrastinating? Okay, so the question is, what can I? What? Why am? What is the reason for procrastination? Or what? Okay, so let's say, what is this? What does the Oracle have to say to you? Okay, so let's. I'm telling you, I, I, if I could be Santa's elf in the corner and only make divination systems till, that, till I die, <laughs> I would be the happiest person on the planet. I don't know what it is. I feel like I'm just creating this new one called Wealth, Wisdom, Oracle Cards, and this entire like mystical group of beings showed up, and, I, and I'm like, okay, you guys want to show up. <laughs> I'm going to make the cards. <laughs> so, okay, so hang on a sec. Let's pick one card for her. I'm going to choose the card. So the, card, the question is about the procrastination, about the school. I think... Birth and rebirth. Okay, because you are, you have not yet 100% on track about what you are going to study and also you're resisting the the rebirth because you are still stuck in in a vision of what you think you should be as opposed to what your passion is. So I'm going to suggest that you start some meditating on what you are passionate about and what you're inspired by as opposed to what you think is the best job. That is my answer. And also, you're going to have a responsibility if you go do this. So... Um, that's also a big thing. When you become something, when you when you study something, and you want to do something, then you have the responsibility of following through. So you're not off track at all. Just relax. Just just let the procrastinate. Let it speak to you. You know, there's a reason why there's some resistance
4: there. It's not just self sabotage. Mm-hmm. Very good. Now we didn't have time to go through everything I wanted to go through about your book, but what back I'd back? like for you to do, because I only have about a minute and some seconds. Oh second. my God!
5: You're gonna have to invite me back, Parthenia.
4: Yes, that's the first thing I'm going to have to do. The second thing is just give us some final words of wisdom uh, that you can leave us with, and like I said, I'll have you back.
5: Yes, you know, I'm going to say this. Consciousness is immortal. Everything is alive. Spirit will speak to us through nature, pay attention. To when your senses amplify, every human being has the right to have a divine dialogue directly with spirit, and spirit will answer you, because inside you is spirit. Spirit speaks to itself in you. Just say meditate, you. yes.
4: Thank you. Thank you, honey. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye. Folks, well, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. My um, guest next week, May 24, is Joshua Seldman, co-author of Executive Stamina, How to Optimize Time, Energy, and Productivity to Achieve Peak Performance. Um, at the end of the program will be Mulin as the Herb and Parita Ada Chandrasana. Um, don't forget Mark Allen, Thursday. Um, Wellness, Wholeness. And
3: wisdom as well. Okay, well, very good there. Um, reminder, uh, well, you know you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard, here on Blog Talk Radio. And I want to remind you that next week, Tuesday, uh, February 21, 2012, We will be live with uh, Kathleen, with Kathleen McHugh, and she's the author of How to Help Children Through a Parent's Serious Illness. And then the following Tuesday, live again. We'll be live with uh, with Peter Fairfield, the author of Deep Happy. So enjoy your weekend, wellness, wholeness, and wisdom. Be well.